Welcome to A Joyful Life with Jennifer, hosted by Jen Ballou, a gold star spouse and veteran, speaker, wellness coach, and yoga instructor. Join Jen as she provides a space of wellness for veteran caregivers through coaching to reduce stress and increase energy by using three pillars of living, the mind, body, and soul. Now, here is your host, Jen Ballou. Hello and happy new year behind the service podcast. It's me, Jen Ballou. I'm back with our first caregivers coaching corner episode of 2022. And so naturally, I thought it might be um, interesting to explore the topic of setting goals, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently than maybe you would anticipate. And so I would love your feedback after listening to this episode. What resonated with you? What didn't? What did you take from it? Maybe what would you have hoped to get that you didn't receive? But I want to start here. So you know, we've probably all heard the saying that if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. And so we're going to spend some time today identifying where you want to go, but also why you want to go there and what the result of reaching that destination will be. So from an energetic perspective, and if you've been listening to my episodes for a while now, you know that when I talk about well-being and or wellness, a lot of times I'm coming at it from an energetic perspective. In relation to your goals from an energetic perspective, you give yourself the greatest potential for well-being when you're completely clear from the inside out. And so without any confusion or doubt or disbelief that is often associated with catabolic energy, the kind of energy that's draining and like sucks it all out of us, well-being usually isn't a matter of if, it's, it's a matter of time. And so the process of mastery in any part of our lives, including well-being, is a combination of planning, commitment, evaluation, or feedback, and then if needed, modification. And so I'm going to ask you some questions to consider throughout this episode, like I typically do. The first one is, what is your general tendency around planning? So are you someone who typically plans every detail, someone who doesn't plan at all, or are you kind of in the middle? And then how does your attitude towards planning either help or hinder your outcomes? Finally, what might you gain by trying on another style? Like if you are typically somebody who plans things in every detail, what might you gain by trying on maybe not planning as much or something that's coming up, not planning it to a T and then vice versa. If you're someone who doesn't really plan at all, what would it be like for you to spend some time really planning? 
just some things to think about. Let's talk about ideal well-being, your ideal well-being. So New Year, typically a lot of people set New Year's resolutions or they create some goals of, for themselves for the year, and that's all wonderful. But today we're going to be thinking about your ideal well-being with the end in mind. So imagine that you're showing up at your very best with regards to your well-being and you're completely satisfied in all of the ways or all of the outcomes that you've created. Spend some time describing with as much detail as possible what you did and how you accomplished it. You might even include how you would feel before, during, and after these actions and goals that you've undertaken. So that's going to take some time. And then the next thing I'd like you to do is imagine after completing those goals, you walk up to people or you come face-to-face with or talk to people who are important to you. Maybe it's your significant other or family members or friends. What does each of those people say to you? How important are those comments to you? One more question to consider here is what else happens as a result of achieving those well-being goals? What's different in your life? So now I want to talk a little bit about needs versus wants. We often confuse or mix needs versus wants. Now, needs are just that, things that you need to get by at a minimum level of satisfaction. Wants are very different. Those are things you can live without, but you'd prefer not to. And so let's create a list of needs first and then wants. So what are the needs that you have with respect to your well-being. Some might be um, eating right or sleeping a certain amount of time, perhaps exercising or even sticking to a budget. I mean, the list is endless, but those are just some examples of things that you need with respect to your well-being. And then after you create that list, think about what the wants are that you have with respect to your well-being. So maybe you want to feel less stressed or you want to have more physical energy. What are the wants that you have? And then consider how you can make the answers in the first question wants instead of needs. So in other words, how can you change your attitude or the situation to make those things more enjoyable. Wow, right? Now, there's two main types of perspectives for approaching your well-being. There's a mastery orientation, and then there's a performance orientation. So let me explain what each of them are. A mastery orientation refers to your desire to continually develop into the best you can be. You follow your well-being strategies in order to become more energized or more engaged in your life than you already are. 
And in any given moment, you're concentrating on what will help you experience greater well-being. With mastery orientation, you're internally focused. With mastery orientation, you're not concerned with the outcome of any particular strategy because you know that no matter what has happened, you can learn from what happened and then move closer to mastery. The second approach to your well-being is performance orientation. People with this type of orientation um, tend to perform in order to do better than others. So they want to win and they compare themselves to others. Their sense of self-worth and value is tied up in how they look to others. And therefore, they judge outcomes as good or bad. People with performance orientation are more likely to be extrinsically motivated. Now, in terms of energy, a mastery orientation resonates at higher levels than a performance orientation does. Now, which type of orientation do you typically approach your well-being goals? And why did you answer that way? Most people believe that what they're looking for is a specific outcome when, in fact, their goal is really a feeling, a feeling of satisfaction, happiness, or joy that comes once the outcome is achieved. So an example that most people can probably relate to is if you want to lose weight and you achieve it, then you'd probably be feeling really satisfied and accomplished. Your goal or your core goal is what you get as a result of having lost weight, but the feelings of greater energy and more confidence. So why do you want to achieve whatever, identify like one well-being goal that you have and let's explore it. So the first step is to write down your main goal with respect to well-being. And if you have more than one, maybe you can, um, you know, make it a little bit more, make them more general so that they kind of all fall into one category or just pick one for the purpose of this exercise. And then write down what feeling you will gain from attaining that goal. Try to pick one word. What feeling will you gain? And then finally, write down by when you will achieve this goal. Now, that's actually kind of a trick question, the by when you will achieve it. Because by definition, if you have mastery orientation, you never really achieve the by when. It's always like you're constantly growing and improving and there is no end point, but that it's, that doesn't mean it's wrong to write down a, by when you're going to achieve your goal and then consider your answers to the questions. Now, what's really your goal? Write that down. So the question here is to think about what's more important to you the feeling that you'll gain from reaching the goal or achieving the actual goal. 
I'd love to hear um, some of your feedback after you explore those questions or the answers to your questions for this episode. Again, it's a little bit different. I'd love to hear if you are interested in more of like a, you know, a smart goals type of episode or how to achieve specific goals, I would be happy to do that. But I thought that this was a great place to begin um, the new year together. I hope that your new year is off to a great start. And I look forward to catching you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to A Joyful Life with Jennifer, a podcast of Behind the Service. Join us every Monday for the latest episode with your host, Jen Ballou. Make sure you leave us a review and share with a friend. You can also follow us on our socials at Behind the Service Podcast.